0: here on this third episode of Selena Thomas, SCBHR HR Guru, I had an opportunity to speak to business owners specifically in the area of organized sports. The latest mandate and executive order has us all now shuttered in again for another three weeks. The impact to organized sports and the business of organized sports is what's featured in this episode. What you'll hear is the passion from these parents, the commitment from the coaches, and the resilience from these athletes. As a parent of student athletes myself, it was so important to feature this story and of course highlight their voices in their own words. Hey everyone, Sunny here back with Darren Fitzgerald, one of the coaches here at I-5. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I know you're one of the coaches here, you're a coach to my daughter, but to several kids in this community and you also have student athletes. And so what has the impact been to you, as a coach, as someone that does this for a living, and then of course as a parent.
1: Um, for me, as a, as a coach on that side of things, it's it's been rough. It's been tough to deal with, because um, your first care is about the kids and being safe and understanding what this is and and how the spread of it can co- uh, come so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, though, it's just so hard to sit back and watch kids not be able to do the things they love to do. Mm -hmm. And in a controlled environment, I think it's wrong by shutting stuff down, Mm -hmm. shutting parks down. I don't get how we did that in the past. I know they haven't done that for a while. So we're still able to get out with our groups and do some work, which is important. Yeah, as long as we have masks on, Mm -hmm. um, stay our six to eight feet away when we're active, Mm -hmm. um, just things like that. I think it's huge for these kids to be able to get out there. Um, financially, w- with giving lessons, we've had to really slow back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we'll bring one kid in at a time instead of having we'll groups. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, if we hit with girls, we don't have any more than six girls in at a time, all masked, separating. Uh, parents stay outside, they don't come inside. So we're trying to do everything we're supposed to do to keep an environment safe, but to still allow these kids to be able to be kids. Right. And that's the, the most difficult thing. The
0: emotional part has got to definitely be, yeah. you know, priority. We've been through a lot this year in this community as it was. And then I know that your son plays and there's this window in terms of recruitment. Can you talk a little bit about that and what that's been like. Sure. Um, about
1: that. Yeah, my son's a senior at Saugus High School. Uh, he was a starting quarterback last year, mm-hmm. um, so this was going to be a key uh, recruitment year for him going into his senior year. Mm-hmm. He's a totally different kid than he was a year ago. He played a year ago at 158 pounds. Um, now he's up to 200 pounds. He's been hitting the weights, been throwing a lot. Uh, just a different animal, and... Uh, not being able to have coaches come around there's no one-on-one interaction between coach and a recruit anymore right now they've postponed that till in april i believe it is Mm -hmm. so it's been a really tough ride for him we're doing everything we can um throwing with his quarterback coach and getting out videos Mm -hmm. and uh just posting videos to coaches he's on instagram all the time trying to connect with coaches and Mm -hmm. sending them videos and so it's, it's been rough on him mentally um, to stay engaged with school and everything and just being a part of it. And enthusiasm. yeah, he just, every once in a while, he'll just have that moment where he's like, dad, I don't have a senior year. My senior year is being taken from me. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to just push through it and tell him, you know what, the most important thing is, is we stay healthy, mm-hmm. um, you're doing your work, you're getting your grades, your teachers are being helpful, but he just can't figure that part out of it about sure. his love for the game of football and not being able to do it. And
0: sure, uh, with this age it's already, things are already kind of magnified at this age yeah. anyway, and so just, you know, staying on top of that, but you have, you know, two layers as a coach, as a parent, right. and of course understanding those recruitment windows and, you know, being able to encourage them throughout. So. As you look forward to kind of progressing with, you know, some semblance of a season and, you know, always kind of waiting on the latest executive order or mm-hmm. mandate, mm-hmm. Um, are you focused on just with the kids that you are working with, you know, keeping not just their physical stamina up but just their emotional? Because I'm sure as a parent you have to extend that as a coach.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, you know, I try to reach out to him. I try to reach out to all the the girls I work with. And um, just tell them to be strong. Control your controllables. Things you can control, you have to. Things you can't control, you just have to get through it. And also being a teacher, so I deal on Zoom meetings every day with my kids from from the high school, and I'm always asking if if they need anything. If they I had I had two of our professional psychiatrists come in and do a meeting with my class just last week to talk about ways to cope, exercises to do if you're getting into a a mood, you know, breathing techniques, all that stuff they went over, which was helpful for my students. So seeing like those three sides of everything, a parent, coach, and a teacher, and just seeing what these kids are going through, it's I, I can't fathom it. I feel so bad for all of them. I mean, you go to school for 11 years. To get that senior year, you know, oh, definitely, and they're not getting that. That's what's so difficult. So now it's like his quarterback coach he works with and the coaches he deals with, and, and Coach bornett Saugus has been incredible about being honest with the kids, not trying to hold things back from them, but just letting them understand, hey, these are the way it is. These are things that may happen or may not happen. Control what you can control, and that's what Such we try nice. to tell him.
0: Well, I thank you for taking the time into working with these girls, even my own, and, mm-hmm. and being that light in, in, in such uh, tough times. And, and we will get through it, and I'm glad to be able to share your story and talk to your family. So, thanks again. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. appreciate it. Hey everybody, it's me here. I am back now with a parent of an athlete here at I-5. What was your name?
3: Jesus Soriano.
0: And your daughter is athlete here? I'm sorry, yes. And your daughter's an athlete
3: here? Yes, she is. And what does she play? She plays I-5 uh, for uh, 14 years. She plays a uh, pitcher and catcher and kind of a. Uh, oh, great. So, yeah. how
0: long has she been in soccer?
3: Uh Since she was basically four years old. Wow, yeah. so, and how old is she now? She is 13. 13, so yes. she's been playing for
0: nine years. Yes. So so certainly the impact of COVID and what it's done to her sport and her ability to and play and, and be
3: engaged has been, it's been yes, it's been pretty tough. I mean she needs to get out there, you know, just being at home all the time it's kind of getting her kind of uh you know, being out there you know, being with other kids, um, being in sports, getting active is something that it's good for them because they are out there you know, staying active, healthy and everything, yeah. So. And so, as a parent, like obviously doing uh, these practices, one-on-one, mm-hmm. socially distant, it's been but, You know, I'm a sophomore mom too. I yeah. just want to see them play again. Yes. So tell me what that's
0: been like for you as a parent. So you have some, some other ones <laughs> that are here with us today. And, yes, you know, it's f- yeah.
3: it's been hard because I mean you're so used to you know to kind of like a routine going out there watching them play. It's like your, the highlight for you because you're you know your kids. You can see them progress and see what they oh, he can. Sure we can do their, their athletic ability as well as my little ones. So, I mean they they were playing and when this COVID hit it just stopped and they just it's just like uh you know, the regular answer. What am I gonna play again? You know. Plus school yeah. plus school too, yeah. So you're navigating so. school and, school and then the sport, yeah. with
0: that said, I know that you know, that hasn't been area affected area. from
1: people, from yeah. people. So,
0: like, what would you like to say of to lawmakers about right. you know,
3: what right your is going to do, organize scores, you know, a oh. and so them. Well, I'm hoping for them to at least open up the parks where the kids could go out and play. I mean, you know, they're very, we're all conscious of what's going on, but very also we're very, you know, careful of how they interact with each other. And, you know, the kids need it. They need to be out there and not be closed in the time. Once you know if they're able to play, they get that you know fresh air at least and be out and about, and get more in- interaction for their kids. Something that they sh- they really do need, especially now that the schools are closed. So at least something to get you them know, get their energy out and about, and you know something you know that they get to learn. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I definitely thank you for taking the time to share, as a that for your kids and then hope for. Um, really soon
3: yes. really
0: for all of to and enjoy Thank, yeah. you. Thank and you very much. Hey everybody, Slane here, back again. I am talking to a student athlete and a mom about the impact to organized sports and of course the entire school year. I um, know we continue to talk about you know, the mandates and the executive orders, but let's start with who you are, what your sport is, and a little bit about being a mom.
4: I'm colton fitzgerald i'm 17 years old senior at saugus high school and i play football Mm
5: -hmm. i'm Misty fitzgerald and i'm uh, colton's mom and uh, also the wife of darren fitzgerald who happens to be a athletic director for lausd as well as a travel softball coach and um a dad of an athlete student athlete wow
0: yeah and i talked to him a little bit earlier and and i you know this isn't an area that isn't uh, everybody is navigating this but to have our organized sports impacted the way that it has been um, I want to get a perspective from a student athlete who is losing his senior year are we, we confirmed with that are we we're sure? stuck
4: right now we're honestly stuck they're saying our season's getting pushed back further, and further. Mm-hmm. New, the new thing that came out said that our practices are pushed back until January 1st now so I don't get to see my pads or anything for another month, versus I should be in them um, already out of them having a full season. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, they took away the uh, preseason and postseason, so we're keeping our fingers crossed for at least the five league games here at up here at the foothill league.
0: So part of why I reached out to you, Misty, was I saw your post specifically on you know I think we had just another mandate that came out and it was just. A moment where you just wanted to express yourself and I wanted to kind of capture that and how you expand a little bit more about your concerns about your student-athlete and and not just the physical health, but the mental health. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's really, you know, the the physical, the kids are still getting out there, they're still trying to do what they can on their own. Um, So the one thing that worries me the most is the mental part of it. I feel that Anywhere from the sports, to theater, to the band directors, to the drum line, to the ASB president, mm-hmm. everybody has an identity in high school and uh, they thrive off of that identity. And unfortunately, I just really feel like it's been taken away from them. Um, you know, we tell our kids to enjoy high school. It's a once in a lifetime experience. and unfortunately Mm -hmm. with with his experiences in high school um, freshman year was uh, route 91 his coach got shot and some family members and friends were there his sophomore year he had a really good friend that passed away his junior year of course was the saga shooting and then the beginning of the covid Mm -hmm. and now his entire senior year Mm -hmm. is possibly just done high school career his whole uh,
0: you know tragedies but you certainly you know as an athlete still continue to use that as a means to kind of you know uh, process and deal with what was going on and now this year with the athlete uh, the organized sports being shut down it's it's how are you feeling
4: as was right like, now it just sucks because yeah I'm a senior I was looking forward to it spent my whole life hearing about it especially this football under the lights I was luckily to play last year under the lights and now only getting one year instead of the years that you should have gotten is the worst part um also just with the organized sports being taken down just from last year to this year i've completely changed as an athlete so i want to be able to show coaches that there's more to me now than they've seen right and we, what we that miss means- that
0: kind of summer coming back and everyone that first day of school and that people got taller Uh and yeah yeah, and just those little details that we get to kind of mark as that milestone for our senior year and so that being said i know we've had to be creative i know that as your your dad as a coach and as a teacher has told me that he's had some professionals come in and speak to his class and 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 make sure that they were processing things in, in a way that was you know helpful and uh, healthy and so are you doing those things as well
4: with our football program our coach has done a great job on the way he's attacked it he's been able to bring coaches from northern california to just a high school head coach but then also they he's brought in juco coaches and just guys from all around that come and talk to us and just tell tell us like how they're attacking it and like one way is the leadership part like how should these seniors, how should the leaders of the seniors really attack it? So what we've been doing at Saugus has been really helpful. Also outside of Saugus, I've had coaches been helping me out a ton with just telling me what I control, take advantage of what I control and yeah. don't rely on the stuff I can't, so.
0: I like that perspective yeah. and certainly, obviously you being a senior you're modeling things for underclassmen how they're getting through even though you might not be able to experience what they're ultimately going to get with their you know high school careers and i think that's a testament to you and to your parents and and what you felt for yourself and so outside of the things that you can control and of course you know with the hope that there's going to be some semblance on a schedule what are you looking forward to
4: honestly the only thing i'm looking forward to at this point is being able to find a college I can call home, go play football for my four years there, get an education done, and push football as far as possible, kind of getting to the point where it's high school's... Right now, honestly, high school's over for me. Mm-hmm. That's not something that I'm really stressing about. I'm just there getting my schoolwork done, trying to get my best grades possible, and then be able to head out to college right after that graduation ceremony happens.
1: Sure
0: looking towards the future, that's a great attitude. And so for you mom, I know you've had an yeah. athlete come through normal and, and, and be able to go off to college. Uh-huh. And so they, your two kids have had two different experiences. The yes, night and, and day. And certainly, you know, she was very successful to, to get a scholarship and move forward. And so has that been helpful to, you know, have her to bounce off
5: of and yeah control. i think so i mean she does she's pretty close with her brother so mm-hmm. she will call him and talk to him and you know kind of remind him about her stressors that she had when she was going through mm-hmm. all of this you know the motivation of being an athlete um is incredible and when there's so many ups and downs the ups and downs also reflect in their grades and how they attack schoolwork mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's a constant reminder to tell them that they need to continue to do good in school because ultimately that is what is it is about. It is about your education. If you're going to go above above high school and play your your sports, the then as a collegiate at the collegiate level, you know it's about getting your education. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's just hard it's very difficult to watch these kids go through this it's it's such an up and down you know one minute he's okay we've got five games next minute new restrictions are we gonna are we gonna have a season so it's just again the mental part of it and the up and down is is what is so exhausting Mm -hmm. and um that is is what i believe is being missed
0: and i think that's part of why i'm doing this podcast is focusing on um allowing the voices of those that are directly impacted to be heard and so here's your opportunity to kind of share that you know in a a way that allows people to hear from a real person obviously as a sports family i mean you guys are staples in this community in terms of you know i mean your husband is my daughter's coach you know and just watching these kids all kind of work towards a goal and then have that goal to be kind of set aside not gone, but set right. in a different way. So what would you like to say to lawmakers that are making these decisions about kind of shutting things down, opening them up, shutting them down?
5: I understand that our population is a lot more than some of the other states out here. So that gives the ability to be able to mandate things differently. Um, but my thing is, it can be done. There's got to be a way. I understand, you know, the, the, na- the national football leagues and the baseball leagues and the basketball leagues they're all doing it and i understand they can do that because they have the money to do it but these are our kids these are the future and right now these kids don't i don't feel they really have a path and they 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 have hit kind of like a block wall and that block wall needs to be torn down and they need to continue with um their goals mm-hmm. so because they're they're our future yeah. they are they well, are our future I, I hear you saying sharing their story sharing yeah.
0: what's happened to them the losses that they've had exactly and, and finding a way to make a plan I think in all of my yeah. travels the lack of a plan has been the difficulty in accepting what we all have to do and I think looking out today at the park I see people being responsible they're taking mm-hmm. you know the time to do that so yeah I, I appreciate you both taking the time I wish you the best of luck in what thank you're you. ready to do. And I love the attitude that you shared about what you can control. I think um, having other athletes hear that from you and that you've learned that from other athletes is so important to share. Um, it, being an athlete is more than the physical part. It's it's, it is. The, it's the mental game. So I'm really proud of you. I thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. Hey everybody, it's Selena here. I'm back with Tony Moore. He is a parent coach and of course, huge support to Organized Sports. We're here talking about the impact of COVID on Organized Sports in our community, of course, on the business aspect, as well as your own athletes. So just wanted to get a little perspective from you because you've been well known in this community for coaching and of course, you are connected to those kids and your own. So tell me what your thoughts are on what's happened with Organized Sports in our community.
2: Well, it's uh, obviously covid is what it is um everyone has their own ideas of the the vastness of it and the seriousness of it but we're all affected by it um the kids and the sports it's it to me it's it's more serious than what i think most people believe and i'll tell you why kids what they get out of sports out of organized athletics the the disciplines the camaraderie the interactions with what they get with their teammates, it's not something you're ever gonna get out of a textbook. It's not something that you're gonna be able to get out of a Zoom meeting. It's it's the interaction of, of people, of kids being together with other kids, and the things that they get out of that that they're not getting now, It's you can never replace that, and you'll never get it back. It's it's lost time, It's and it's, it's tragic, really, when, when you go as deep as you can go with all of that, And what it is that they're missing out on, it's, I I don't know the answers to it, but what's happening, I don't think is, is the right way to go about it.
0: Sure. And I know we've been in organized sports for years and it has truly shaped our kids into who they're becoming. And so the impact to that identity, talk a little bit about that, how your kids are doing, what you're doing to help them cope. And of course, knowing that hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel that, there's gonna be some sort of recovery. I mean, the first thing you'll do when you'll be able to get them back moving again.
2: Well, that's that's right, is, you know, as parents, you know, when we put our parents hat on and we take that off, put our coaching hat on, and, and then we take that hat and just put our our, our civilian, our, our fellow neighbors hat on. The only thing I try to explain to my kids is, you know, they're fortunately they're old enough, uh, they're sophomores in high school, so they're old enough to understand what's happening. Um, so they can get a grasp on, yeah, there is an end, hopefully. Uh, There are things that can be done, hopefully, that we'll be able to get back uh, to our sports, our athletic, our our interaction with our friends' lives. Um, It's the younger ones that I really worry about more than the ones that are in the middle, uh, because they don't get it, and all they know is that they've just been shut down. They're locked in a house. You know, they're doing, everything that they do is on a computer screen or on a TV. And to me, I don't know if if they will ever understand that. Mm -hmm. So that's, and and to try to correct it later, I say correct it, maybe that's a bad term. To try to explain it later, I don't think it's going to work.
0: And there's no making up for it. There is
2: none. No, it's time that's lost. You'll never, ever get it back.
0: So to your kids, what are their sports and how are they getting through
2: right now? Well, my youngest twins, um, they're he's a football player, she's a soccer player. Um, they're doing what they can with their Zoom meetings. Uh, they're doing what they can with their their workouts that they are allowed to have. Um but it's still not the same. You know, they're you're not getting your your competitive nature, I guess, for lack of better terms. You're you're not getting your 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 disciplines, your you're you're preparing for your next week's game, you know things like that. All the competition, yeah. It's the the, engagement with the social. Exactly, sure. and it's it's gone. You you just and you can't replicate that. I don't care how hard you try, mm-hmm. you can't replicate it on a on a yeah, Zoom screen. Simulated, sure. So
0: yeah, so when moving forward, when they're able to come back out and and be competitive, I I've talked to a few students that have said that. They've lost their desire for the sports. I mean, are you experiencing that same frustrations? Or are they still wanting to... Not
2: that in that my sport? house, sure. fortunately. You know, my kids have been involved since they could walk. Mm-hmm. They've been involved in competitive sports. It's a huge part but, of their identity. Yes, absolutely. Sure. But the ones that I do worry about are the kids that, hey, mom, dad, I want to try football this year. I want to try soccer. I want to try volleyball. I, all these kids that wanted to try something this year... That didn't get to. They probably won't now. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, as a coach, now I know that coaches play a huge role as a mentor. Have you talked to any of your kids? Have you reached out to them? How are the parents
2: doing? We we've had some dialogue, some conversation. You know, I've I've been out here for a long time, mm-hmm. so I know a lot of families and a lot of the kids, kids that have played for me or yeah. against sure. me, whatever. Yeah, and we do that. We ask how they're doing. You know, they all every kid that's ever played for me. Knows they can always check in. They like if they need to talk, if if there's something that's on their mind that maybe they can't speak with their parents about. Yeah, we we're pretty tight, we're so we all. Yeah, we time. all we all check on each other.
0: So I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about that, and I know that you've been very vocal um, about just seeing that some things are acceptable, and yet, and I think I saw your post a couple of weeks ago about Best Buy was pretty packed, but yet right we can't have, you know. A structured organized events that people are being very conscientious and and every kid I've talked to said I'll do whatever I need to do if I have to wear a mask about right and so that you know obviously lends to the frustration of not having a kind of a consistent order
2: of what well can I, I cannot do I think you hit the nail on the head and that's what the struggle is with my kids mm-hmm. um, and with most of the families I talk to there is no consistency mm-hmm. you know how do you explain how do you explain to your son that he can't play football mm. while you're watching football on TV? Mm. So point. that means you're putting a price tag cuz they got the money, they can do it, mm-hmm. but we don't so we can't. Mm. You know, how do you explain to your son that, you know, one of his best friends moved to Texas earlier in the year. They just played a complete football season. So mm. there's 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 not a consistency level you know there there's people much smarter than us that are making these decisions so i don't fault them but it's not being delivered in the right way that people can understand right it's like you just said you can go down here right now everything's packed you know there's there's been a thousand cars drive up and down the street since we've been here but these kids can't get together
0: and we have a big empty park it's kind of Remarkable. Uh, We're here this morning and and this big, beautiful park being empty and uh, obviously being outdoors is probably the safest thing with COVID apart from each other. So I really want to thank you for taking the time to kind of share your sentiments verbally. And I know it's hard when people read it in a thread, but I think it's also important to share the voices of the parents, the coaches, of course, your students. So thank you again, Tony Moore. I appreciate you. Thank you, Celine. Thank you, everyone. hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you again to the families that shared their stories. Looking forward to our Christmas episode featuring Albright Painting, the owner, Josh Abramson, and the Paint It Forward event. So looking forward to sharing that story. In the
5: meantime, hang in there and stay safe.